Serenity Sister podcasts are about bringing awareness to the forefront of our minds, guiding you on a journey to clarity, self-awareness, well-being focus and positive change. All hosted with ambient vibes and guidance by a qualified holistic therapist and lifestyle coach. Catch it on the last Saturday of each month on Sunny G Radio or catch up on previous shows through the links at serenitysister.co.uk. What messages do you need to hear? Join the Serenity Sister show at Sunny Govan Radio 1pm on the last Saturday of the month. Welcome to the Serenity Sister Show. My name is Saffron and you're joining me today for the next hour where we're going to be chatting about the root issues lurking behind COVID and how to care for yourself and your families during these times. If it's your first time dropping in to listen, then I just want to say welcome. And also just to give you a bit of background on who I am, I am a qualified holistic therapist with also some vast life experience when it comes to the trials, I guess, of life and chronic illness and how our everyday habits, be it physical or mental or emotional or spiritual, can have a great impact on our well-being and our everyday feeling of wellness, body, mind and soul. So my shows are really about raising awareness about various issues and topics in a positive way to implement change. So this show is about really looking at some of the concepts that I will be including in a campaign, which is part of a social enterprise. And I'm launching a small business venture, which is the social enterprise. And this has come to fruition due to the lockdown restrictions that have been imposed These ideas were something that have been simmering for a good while, a good couple of years. And I'm guessing, I'm just putting it out there to say that even though we feel that things can be unfair and unexpected and we are being tested and challenged and we're having to adapt in many ways, there can be some good come from this. And I guess that even though I didn't plan to start everything so soon. I was still very much in the developing stages of an idea and also trying to focus on bettering my own health for various reasons. This had been propelled into action when Nicola Sturgeon had announced Tier 4 and again, we were having to close down anything um, in the way of businesses and everything was on pause. I wanted to tell you what I feel personally we should focus on for the sake of our human race and a future that's more marinated in good foundations, good treatment of the earth and the animals and ways in which our interference with nature and meat and biology won't come back to haunt us again, or at least not on a worrisome level that we have been experiencing. I feel that we're being distracted from the root issues that have manifest into this crisis of COVID-19. And I've got to say, in previous shows, I very much was trying to avoid the big C word because I realised that some people were just getting overloaded with this 
and I recognised that there was quite a high state of tension and anger, rage and looking for reasons for this and looking for blame. So I perhaps felt it wasn't the right time but now as we're nearing the end of 2020 I decided that I would put a show out there just to really talk about what's lurking beneath all of this and how we can be part of this in a change in the collective and also how we can care for ourselves and our loved ones in order that we have a good environment within our bodies to offer protection against things such as chronic disease, stress and viruses. So stay with me for the next hour and we will mull that over. After the first song, I'm going to go into an ambient vibe, as always. We're going to listen to some background meditation style music, which um, is set at a frequency for healing. So stay with me after this song and we will start to chat about self-care, the misconceptions of it and really about the root issues behind COVID-19 and how, how we can start to reset our human race and our planet. I'm going to move on to the next part, which is really digging in deeper. And we'll be listening to some lovely ambient music while I go through this. So take some deep breaths, try and free your mind of any imprints that you've had that have been staying there throughout the week, throughout the day, throughout the years, anything that's bogging you down. Just allow yourself to be open to the things that we will discuss in this show. So I wanted to firstly talk about the distraction from the root issues. I feel that we are being distracted from the root causes that have manifest into the crisis of COVID-19 crisis on our psychology and a crisis to those that have unintentionally slipped into vulnerable categories in their life. Many of those vulnerable categories are lifestyle induced or come with age. And we are living longer, but we are getting sick earlier. Just to give you a little insight into some of the statistics that show this, There is a huge increase in the amount of those being diagnosed with chronic long-term health conditions. A study of 589 individuals who were aged 35 years and over found that 54% of people above 65 years old already had two or more chronic illnesses. And that study was conducted in 2015. The study predicted that younger generations also would have a higher prevalence of obesity than a generation ago, as well as the formation of habits which would contribute to the chronic disease acquired in later life. And this study had urged the government and health service to focus on risk factors and early intervention. More than 2 million Britons will be living with four or more chronic illnesses within 20 years. The Guardian newspaper printed this in January 2018, so you can imagine 
in the past couple of years how a lot of that maybe has become even more prevalent and from one generation to another is really quite a short space of time and quite a hike in many of these chronic diseases such as diabetes, type 2, obesity, mental health disorders, personality disorders, eating disorders and also many other chronic conditions such as fibromyalgia, arthritic conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, chronic fatigue syndrome, many others which are pretty rare but also add to this list of chronic disease. Mental health has also become an increasingly worrying factor within our community and our culture. Within Renfrewshire alone, there is at least five weeks wait on any correspondence after an initial mental health assessment. And the community mental health teams seem to be overloaded and patients are unable to have the intervention quickly. And this is often tackled by looking at the ways in which our mental health and NHS and healthcare systems around the country are managing things and a lot of the anger and the frustration is looked at for them to solve rather than seeking a way in which there's such an early intervention that these problems are not getting the chance to manifest to crisis point. And these interventions can come in the way of educational interventions where we're not only teaching children how to be the best version of themselves academically but also preparing them for the world by teaching them life skills and surely if you were to reach the target of tweens, <laughs> those just going into high school or those who have started high school and start forming their own habits, then if we were able to make them aware of how everything is interconnected and some of the ways in which they will affect their chances of thriving or struggling without scaremongering, then this I find would be the best way to deal with a lot of these things before they manifest. And the project that I'm launching is going to be incorporating well-being boxes, very much Glasgow themed. It will be retailing a box which is designed for balance and it's got a wee bit of cheek added in there and some Glaswegian humour. So this is called the Ouija well-being box and it will be available to purchase very shortly and I'm hoping that with the profits made from this box this can enable myself to go into schools within the Glasgow and Renfrewshire areas and start to give workshops based on what we are going to be chatting about throughout this podcast today. If you're interested in finding out about the Ouija Wellbeing Box, depending on the time that you are listening to this broadcast, it will be launching just before Christmas of 2020 and the Wellbeing Project has information as well on my website. So if you look up ouijiwellbeing.co.uk and you'll be able to find myself on Instagram and on Facebook under the title Ouija Wellbeing. And it's really putting self-care out there in a way which is relatable to people from all walks of life, from all situations 
and it's done in a manner which they feel that is something that is very much involving themselves and isn't just for those that like to do yoga and are very zen-like and like a, a little bit of holistic self-care or pampering sessions. It's very much about each and every individual and how we can take control and responsibility of many elements of our everyday lives. It's about reaching those people, those people being myself who didn't find out until quite late on in life about all of the ways in which I had managed my problems, managed my gut health, managed my stress, managed my emotional needs and the ways in which you fail to recognise that you're turning to ways and means that aren't always healthy for you, that don't bring sustainable happiness, that only bring a short-term dopamine kick. And it's through this podcast that I hope that we can plant some seeds also and that you can come away today with something that you have indeed given second thought and it has given you some motivation to just start driving towards that road that you have been thinking about for a long time but just feel that you've been bogged down or you haven't had any real perspective. So this hopefully will give a different perspective. It's becoming more apparent that with the correct information, education and intervention from an earlier age, the individuals and families will be better equipped to manage their health and their well-being. This will therefore have an effect on the chances of acquiring any chronic or mental health conditions if they have developed the skills and lifestyle needs for better health. So a good part of this podcast is based on this campaign to unlearn some things that we have been indoctrinated into and to look at the everyday things that we overlook, to see that the root causes lie in our very way of life that we are being distracted from looking at because we are currently enraged at others. We are currently distracted with propaganda and media. And if all of us were to begin to awaken to this, the change would have a Mexican wave-like effect if put into action. If we were to change our habits, heal ourselves from every single aspect of what we put into our bodies, what we feed our minds, what psychology we allow to distract us and trick us into spending more and more on dopamine kicks to soothe the stress and overthinking that we find ourselves stewing in. To see that we actually hold power, that if our choices and focus becomes different, those who we feel hold the power actually hold less power in the system and less power in the things they have created to ensure their survival. They will be forced to change. Like anything, if you're seeing a change in the consumer, a change in the market, an increased demand, a change in humans' activity, a change or a new drive, you will either ramp up your current methods full bung in desperate attempts to keep it going and keep the money churning 
or you will change to meet the new demands. So it's with this in mind that we as a human being are part of the collective and part of the consumer market that decides what the demand will be. And I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed that spam folders are becoming more and more jam-packed. More and more marketing emails are being received to the point that I'm having to go in on a regular basis and unsubscribe to many things which I hadn't actually realised I had subscribed to. But I'm also noticing that there are some companies that they're maybe world-renowned or being all about well-being and empowerment. And I have to say I was really disappointed to see that one of the, the leading organisations has been absolutely firing out spam here, there and everywhere to the point that I have tried to unsubscribe on three different occasions and the emails keep on coming. And also, advertising based on analytics and based on the fact that we have this device that very much is attached to us at every single stage of our day, <laughs> of our week, of our month, and we're heavily reliant on that now, and everything we do is stored on these devices and are being sent back to multiple servers and multiple research plants and that information is also being sent to what they are calling psychology consultants. So I'm feeling that at this point in time a spiritual revolution is on its way and it's things like this that will essentially be the driving force as well because humans really need change and to be put in uncomfortable situations we've found throughout the centuries in order for change to happen. So I stay focused on the positive change that can come from this situation and I hope that one by one, bit by bit, everyone begins to awaken in order to see the power in which they hold within their communities and within the collective. Yep, because you might not have guessed, but the key lies with us people. And it's surprising because we feel that in order to implement bigger changes, the essential change must come from the world leaders or leading industries, the world's rich and powerful. Let me tell you a little bit about distractions and why they can be damaging. In times where change is knocking at the back door, where emotions are flaring up, and people are enraged. We have been moulded in our habits to point the finger of blame at who, what and where the key change is needed. And we forget about our place in it all. And those that are wrapped up in conspiracy theories can have found crucial points, of course. There definitely has been layers of deception from the dawning of time and it's been getting worse as man has learned how to manipulate technology, hijacked entertainment, with adverts and mind-altering psychology concepts, alongside our ever-increasing issue of low self-worth, the need to feel special, the need to feel externally perfect, these have all been vulnerabilities in which and these realms could play on. 
It is however something that someone can become a bit imbalanced with too. If they're too wrapped up in speaking about the blame and placing it on others and speaking about these theories, that they can miss the point of change within themselves and within the collective. That it's not an easy case of pointing out the goodies and the baddies in the world and to separate yourselves from those that we're feeling angry about is to forget the very basis of why people become imbalanced and why they become attached to their egos, why they become power hungry or simply everything that they do in their life is a result of their own trauma, their own upbringing, their own indoctrination and misconception about how life should be. And in order to heal this, we have to heal our way of life. So that means more of the next generation becoming change makers and becoming less of what we were and making less of the mistakes and becoming less ingrained in the way of life which has seared us towards a more harrowing and a more troublesome way of life. There's also an issue of ego when it comes to those that think that they're more awake than others. But the very essence of being awake is that we do not have a drive or a need to be calling our others out, as we equally can see our own flaws and actively work on them and our contribution to the big system. Calling others out is all very well if you are able to also balance that with recognising your part in enabling that, because many of us, without realising, have become enablers. We've enabled a world to become imbalanced. We've enabled people to have power. We've enabled certain traits to become prominent within our cultures. And many of it is lost when we become angry and we become focusing only on the external factors which we think are to blame. And much of it can become ironic. It's like watching a man sitting at a dinner table and he's having a rant about what people are doing and how people are thick. They need to wake up, that they're brainwashed, that governments are evil, that elite is evil, that certain groups are evil. But I would change the word to damaged rather than evil. The governments are damaged, the elite are damaged, certain groups are damaged, many of us in our own way are damaged and all of us are damaged because of trauma, brain patterns, influences that we've had in our life, experiences and really what it comes down to is that their inner child is hurting. But that same man that sat at the table ranting is actually tearing through a steak with gravy and chips. <laughs> He's sitting in clothes that were made by the exploitation of certain races. He's contributing to unfair and unhealthy systems in poorer countries where people are in crisis from exhaustion or poverty. And that steak that he's tearing into is flesh from an animal that was part of a mammal matrix of endless conveyor belts of cows which were kept 
impregnated with machinery so that we can keep their milk for selling. We took their calves from them in order that milk is just for us alone. And these animals are manipulated with injections of hormones so that they grow and they have more flesh for us to bite into. Chickens are given growth hormones so that the breasts are a whole lot bigger than what nature would have suggested. And they are pumped full of antibiotics and vaccines purely so that we can use them. And that same man could be against the establishment and actively dissing it in his rant, but actively relying on it or feeling that he should take advantage of the system because he believes it's there to be used because they are evil. All this irony and it's overlooked. And that's the point here, that when you are truly awakening, you see your own flaws too. And seeing this gives you the shameful realization that your finger pointing is not exactly balanced and that we are all one. We are all connected. We're all needing to look at ways of healing, ways in which we make commitments, make better choices into life in order that we don't exploit other people, exploit animals, kindness, and vulnerable or insecure people who are easily led into consumerism. That we find ways in which we use our advancements so that there is less or no need whatsoever to cause such suffering and pain for our own gain. That there are other choices. That we have become so advanced that we have much more choice when it comes to the food choices that we make. And do we really need to rely on making animals suffer to feed our nations? Surely with all this technology and advancement, we can find other ways. There are other choices that we have to look beyond the layers because the current top layers cannot teach us this. Not if teaching us will stimulate change that brings loss to them or those that we feel hold power, money, opportunity and control. And that in essence, them themselves, they cannot see or envisage another way for them to survive. That they might need to keep the current corporate wheels turning. That they panic at the thought of their systems no longer being required that it's better to keep everything small text, hidden away, the information is there, but only if you go and look for it. So this is indeed our opportunity to have that mindset that stops us from being focused on these unproductive means, to have the awareness of the distraction methods where is your mind taking you? Did you intend to do this or go through that thought journey when you had gone online? Where is your anger? What level is it at? What's triggered it? And will it be productive towards your well-being? Will it make positive change in the world or will it just make a whole bunch of angry people 
who think that they can force change through violence, through aggression and through negativity. We're often taught fight fire with fire, but we forget that when there is fire, you can be water and you can focus on deep-rooted change which will trickle down or spread out and diffuse to the people around us and our communities. And that essentially is what we could really benefit from now. Less reliance on the systems, less reliance and enslaved feelings towards establishment or towards having to go along with this way of life because we feel stuck in a pattern. And if we were to concentrate on rebuilding our communities and being more reliant on our community, helping each other out, going back to when our grandparents were alive and much of their support network was within the community, that there's no middlemen involved so much, that you can source your food, that you can source your support, that you can source your trade through your community. And with this solidifies very much a feeling of good energy, a feeling of being less controlled by the powers that we have found ourselves to be ruling this world. We have less connection with that. So for looking ahead towards 2021, I'm hoping to bring myself into a smaller network, a smaller circle, and to wipe out that belief that in order to be successful, that we should be out there mixing with huge quantities of various circles and getting ourselves well known, almost like a high status, and beginning to retrain ourselves to believe that our life's work lies in our actions and the legacy, and it needn't be at a celebrity or high corporate status that we have been deceived into believing it should be. That it can be simply learning how to survive in a more balanced and content way in which you don't feel trapped by certain systems or certain ways which are causing consequences to the point that we are now in a pandemic, which has really been the consequences of this lifestyle, this convenience way of life. This way of life where we want to be victorious and we don't want to make changes, we would rather have quick fixes. So therefore we have manipulated nature, manipulated animals, and it has in fact caused consequences, which has been the creation of viruses in which we feel helpless to protect ourselves against. But really, the answer lies there. It's making ourselves less vulnerable. The virus is much more threatening to those who are vulnerable. And we have heard many stories about seemingly healthy people having contracted the virus and not doing too well. But of course, define healthy, because much of the time before people begin to have the label of a disease, it has already started 
rumbling away within their systems. And I can tell you from personal experience that I would have been given the label of fit and healthy just around the times where I looked well, I looked young, I looked healthy, and there was no crisis going on, but there was a chronic rumbling of symptoms that were beginning to become more and more difficult to manage until the point of being given a diagnosis which takes on average seven years or more for something which is more chronic or rare to diagnose. So therefore, someone who appears healthy may not have a healthy system and could have a high state of inflammation within their system. So how can we rebalance ourselves in order that we have the correct foundations within our bodies to be less vulnerable to something such as a virus? A virus that, let's face it, would not be a problem and would not be having this effect if we had less vulnerable immune systems. Hang around after this song and I shall talk to you about how you can self-care and bring your body to optimum level if you risk any exposure to bugs and diseases and viruses that you already have equipped yourself with the necessary tools in order that this can pass you by relatively easy and undamaged. This is really going to be my little snippet of advice, which is based on my methods of protecting myself against any bugs or flus or viruses or any excess inflammation that might build up in my system and cause a knock-on effect to some long-term conditions which I also have and I try to maintain. So firstly I want to get it out there that (laughs) without being too crude, unless you are willing to change the foundations then just implementing supplements into your life and adding things into your life is like polishing something that's wee and beige that Billy Conley liked to talk about, if you catch my drift. So really, it's it's of no benefit if you are just adding it in to a lifestyle that is already causing damage underneath an ongoing permanent rumbling of damage. Therefore, you are just throwing flowers into flames. Um, you are indeed just putting a plaster over a, a gaping wound that needs to heal. So I would say, back to the old gut health kind of lecture, that um, it is so important to think about your intake of anti-inflammatory foods, as well as decreasing the inflammatory foods. And I know not everyone is prepared to go all out there, and some would say life's too short, you got to live it up. But I've witnessed those kind of people starting to complain of ailments and getting diagnosed with their own conditions, which they haven't directly related to this concept of life's too short, let's just live it. And what you find is you're living longer and these things which you have just shrugged your, shrugged your shoulders about have caused quite um, an impact on your health where you are now having to live longer with certain diseases. So I just want to put it out there that gut rebalance and soothing the gut and rebalancing your food intake when it comes to inflammatory foods and anti-inflammatory foods 
is really key here. And if you're looking for more information on that, you can certainly go online. It's something in Western culture that we have never really taken a real mainstream approach to. But inflammatory foods are foods which help your body to stay inflamed and they're mucus forming foods. It's really just a way of saying that your system is becoming irritated or um, it finds it hard to digest certain foods or the residue or impact of these foods leave inflammation in your system. And inflammation being the root of all disease or most disease, um, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that looking at these foods is really quite an essential way to ensure that you're doing the best you can. And it means that whatever you are adding into your life in in the way of nutrients and if you're adding things that you feel are healthier, that you will gain full benefit from that because if you are working with an inflamed gut and you are still having an excess amount of inflammatory foods, then you'll find that supplements won't be absorbed so well or the nutrients from your foods. And you will find that empty calories that you're consuming Um, make you feel that you're still hungry because your body takes in these filler type foods, these products that are mimicking foods and your body realises it doesn't have the essential nutrients it needs. So after a short term of thinking it's no longer hungry, it will tell you that it's hungry again because it has not had those essential nutrients met. So Just a wee thought to put out there, my gut lecture over, I wanted to move on to what I do and what others would recommend. You will find a mixture of various things that are suggested that are all natural ways to reduce inflammation or to boost your immune system or to soothe anything going on in the gut um, and just to really give you a bit of an antiviral effect as well. So first of all, I wanted to talk about your intake of vitamin C and vitamin D. So vitamin C, I would say anything that I feel that I'm being exposed to, um, if everyone's sneezing and coughing around me and I feel, gosh, I'm right in the firing line for this, what I would do is I would just ram up the amount that I would take in one day. So I always say that supplements are best in liquid form because liquids are easily absorbed by our guts rather than any capsules um, with fillers in them, any tablets with bulking agents, which your gut has to process. And some of these can have a sort of um, counteractive effect and we can only really absorb perhaps 10% of the dosage that is apparently within these tablets. So in liquid form, it's much safer and gentler on your gut and it's um, quicker absorbed as well. So I like to say that omega-3 and um, vitamin C in liquid form is great. So anything, maybe soluble vitamin C tablets, or you can also find a a liquid, which is a mixture of omega-3 with vitamin C and perhaps the odd um, other additive there um, when it comes to vitamins or, or minerals. And the vitamin D supplement is something that people are getting onto right now because we're all beginning to be more aware of what the lack of sunlight has done for us and the addition of sun creams and 
people being out in the sun more but actually putting a barrier up against it straight away with sun um, with sun creams and sun blocks. So we've come away from this old way of just let's go out in the sun until I'm feeling it's a bit too hot. I've had enough exposure, now I'll cover up. We want to be out all day and we want to be tanning. So like humans, we think, I don't want to change. I want to find a quick fix so I can still do these things. So some would say, obviously, skin cancer had propelled that into action. But I feel that we have kind of came away from the need to absorb some sun as well. And those that are getting on the bandwagon of having more vitamin D, it's worthwhile knowing that your body requires vitamin A in order to process vitamin D. So ensuring that you have enough of vitamin A in your system is quite important, especially if you're having high dosage vitamin D supplements, because the more vitamin D that you're trying to use or absorb, the more vitamin A of your body you can use up. Therefore, you don't want to be deficient in vitamin A. But in general, I would say I grab my vitamin C and omega-3 shot. And if you're vegan, you can also obtain omega-3 through um, non-fish related means. You can get vegan formulas. So that's a good combination because omega-3, the essential building blocks, the healthy omega-3 can help to reset your hypothalamus if you are taking that for six weeks at high strength. So that just really helps your your brain function and all of the nerve impulses and how your body operates to control the levels of hormones, control the levels of cell reproduction and um, gut balance, etc. So omega-3, vitamin C, good one to go for. Next one I say is reaching for turmeric. People can take this daily, which is a a good protective measure against inflammation. But I would say, again, just ram this up a wee bit if you have that old niggling feeling that you're coming down with something. I make turmeric lattes and the way I do this is I pop some oat milk in a pan or a pot and I put in about a tablespoon of turmeric and I also add agave nectar if you want to give it a little bit of a a sweeten. Um, You also can use a chocolatey addition if you want to have sort of a turmeric chocolate. And again, if you are vegan or you avoid dairy, you can use like a dark chocolate form of this, um, anything 70% or above. I throw that in there and I just bring it to the boil and I drink more of that in the same day. I also reach for oregano oil capsules because oregano oil capsules have been, I've got to say, quite quite life-changing for me. Um, I discovered them a few years ago when it came to having an awful um, prominent UTI that wouldn't go away. I was on so many courses of antibiotics and this would not go away for about two years and making me quite miserable, drained, um, lethargic and quite sicky feeling. So I decided to look up the broad spectrum natural antibiotic that oregano is claiming to be. And you can find independent trials on this, what kind of viruses that oregano oil can kill within a lab and what kind of bacteria as well. So it's a broad 
spectrum bacteria killer. <laughs> and one or two of those a day, I would say in times like these, maybe you would want to be on these daily. But sometimes I just leave them there for the times where I feel I'm more at risk or something's rumbling away. I've got that kind of feeling that I'm coming down with something. Then I would take them that day um, with a meal, with my vitamin C, my omega-3 and my turmeric lattes. Also like to drink peppermint tea and green tea. They are also good anti-inflammatory drinks to have. And the last thing on my list would be probiotics. And again, back to the gut health, once you have had a look at the amount of inflammatory foods that you might be eating in excess and decided to, you know, find substitutes or up your anti-inflammatory foods, it's also good to add in their probiotics. And for those that aren't wanting to have them every day, I would say that if you've been exposed to any antibiotics or any new medications or you've had a bit of an attack on your immune system, it might be good to just have those for a couple of weeks to allow your gut health to reset and the flora to rebalance. And if you are feeling that you are coming down with something, you can also up the dosage of good gut bacteria. I would say steer clear of any of the yogurt drinks that most people think probiotics reach for the little yogurt drinks because they really just have traces of bacteria and there's not enough in those to really make much difference if you're looking for a good oomph and a bit of extra protection. I would say as well, much of the ingredients can also be counterproductive. For what you're gaining in goodness, you are also gaining in sugars or additives or being yogurt, um, dairy is also an inflammatory food. So look for the capsules. For a good reset, I would go for capsules that have 10 billion per capsule or more. And to be honest, when I first started probiotics, I felt that my health was a bit complex. It had several things over the years that probably was scream, screaming out for a gut rebalance with medication, um, antibiotics, several courses and lots of physical as well as emotional stress. So I went for 30 billion per capsule and I would say that if you're going through any kind of sudden feeling of having symptoms of a bug or a cold or a flu, then you can increase that to the full strength that you can find in capsule form. Anyone that you feel that's coming down with something, you can give them this cocktail. And if you are looking for any of this broken down, I've got a video on my Instagram page, which is Serenity Sister Holistics. And you can get a little bit of a recap on that, although I think I have not mentioned turmeric lattes in that. But yeah, there you go. And I think that as a household, if you were all to commit to that through the lockdown periods, through winter, you might find that, like myself, who used to come down with absolutely every virus and bug that you can think of, one sneeze in a room um, from someone 30 metres away, I would have that bug the next day. So yeah, 
I have seen such a difference in my immune system when it comes to colds and flus and coughs and infections. And I could call it coincidence, but I feel that the little combination that I do use, which is just upping my self-care and prioritizing my health even more at those times, enables me to avoid potentially a week or two of having something extra yucky to deal with. So people, I hope you also keep in mind the stress levels that can have a major effect on our immune systems and to try as much as possible to take your thoughts away from this energy that's asking us to overthink, overanalyze and have a frenzy of thought this feeling that everything's uncertain, so we should be thinking. And I would say live in the present moment. Remove those energies from your life if you must. I have intentionally disattached from TV and media that I haven't selected myself. So I intentionally go on and only watch what I choose. And I don't go on and check up for news updates. Um, I have allocated a couple of people in my life whom I trust to keep me up to date with anything that I need to know and I have a a blissful kind of ignorance to it, not in the way in which I feel that um, I pretend it's not happening but in a way where my mind is as free as it possibly can be given the circumstances. Also look at breathing exercises. You will find um, some gurus such as Wim Hof who has videos online and many books which he's written about the immense effects on his patients and on people who have been part of these trials and they've had some profound effects. So I would recommend looking into some deep breathing exercises and keep laughing people. Laughter can heal quite a lot. So get out all those old kind of movies that used to give you a good belly laugh, hang out with people that still want to have some chuckles in their life and if you're still feeling a wee bit doom and gloom then even actually forcing your face to smile can send messages to your brain that can activate that happy hormone. Um, So yeah, I hope that you've managed to find something from listening to this podcast. If you're interested in anything that I have covered, you might find more of that information on the Serenity Sister Instagram page, which is Serenity Sister Holistics, or the Facebook page, Serenity Sister. And if you're interested in Ouija Wellbeing Box that's getting produced and is going to be for sale soon, then you can find the information and the ways to purchase that on ouijawellbeing.co.uk. Any of you that are interested in having a wee bit of a reminder about inflammatory and anti-inflammatory foods, I've made a fridge magnet so that it's easy just to slap it on your fridge and that's a quick reference for all of the family. So I hope you do take care and I will be back on on the last Saturday in December. And if this is a repeat, I hope that you've enjoyed this no matter what time of year. There's more full moons coming up and if you're interested in learning how to work with the full moon and the energies that come about around those times, the crazy sort of surges of things that appear in your life that are screaming out for solutions, 
then there is a podcast dedicated to that about working with the full moon and you'll find that on my website serenitysister.co.uk take care people take care of yourselves and your family and keep your focus on the good